Hello, my beautiful friends. My name is Bryn Wise, and you are listening to the Grace Mama Grace podcast. I am a mom who struggles with mom guilt, and I am working tirelessly to overcome it. It is my mission to help you remember that you are enough, exactly the way you are. You are the mother your children need, and you are perfect as a mother just because you love your kids. Let's do this. The following recording is actually one of my nutrition boot camp calls that I lead every single week with those who are my Beachbody coaches and customers. So if there's a couple of things that I say and you're like, what the heck? Uh, That's not something she normally says. Just wanted to give you that context clue that this is where that recording takes place. But I loved this information so much that I wanted to share it with you guys too. So enjoy. Hello. Hello, you guys. So I know a couple people in my life who are just going through some really hard things. And, um, and so it's just got me thinking about Like there have been seasons in my life that have been really freaking hard, like really freaking hard. Okay. And without like going into all the like, woe is me, nitty gritty details and sharing all the ways Bryn's life is hard. Sometimes I just want to share the things that have really helped me get through when life gets hard. And, and there's been multiple times that I can think of distinctly in my life. One was when I went through some betrayal trauma a couple of years ago, it was like four years ago. Um, one was, you know, COVID life and trying to deal with like the world shutting down and the fear and anxiety that like just threatened to take over my life with a newborn. I don't know if everyone experienced that, like in that, like March, (laughs) February, end of February, beginning of March, but just like all the fear, all the anxiety, all the, what the heck is happening right now. Right. And the things that helped me get through that phase of life and motherhood. And then when my dad died. Um, he on Saturday is the six month mark of when he passed away. And these are like, I was thinking, I was thinking specifically about like those hard points in my life. And like, what did I do during those times in my life to really help me just keep my head above water? Right. And how did I still find joy and still find purpose in my everyday life? when life felt really heavy and really hard. Okay. So these are the things that I, um, thought of, and I, I'm totally one of those people who like, I want to come up with like an acronym or like have everything start with the same letter so that you guys can remember it really easily. But guess what? I couldn't think of an acronym. Not everything started with the same letter. So I just have 10 tips for, for you when life gets really hard. And if you want to take notes, I personally would advise it because I don't know about you, but mom brain is like a thing. And I would totally be one of those people who like, oh, that was really great, but I don't remember half of what she said. Right. So if you want to just go grab a notebook, piece of paper, scratch it down on a post-it note or keep a note in your phone or whatever works for you. I really do think these 10 things will bless your life when life gets hard. Okay. So I want to encourage you first and foremost to take notes. Okay. Obviously you don't have to, but just encouraging you to do so. So number one tip when life gets hard is to keep a gratitude journal. And I know it sounds very, very counter 
productive. Like we're talking like life is freaking hard right now and it sucks, right? Not for me personally, but like the phases that I was specifically thinking of and gratitude got me through those hard days. And I literally, it was just a very cheap journal that I just wrote the date and wrote 10 things. I am grateful for that, 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 that. And it was literally just like list form, comma, write it down. And 90% of the days energized was one of the 10 things that made the list or my backyard or Blake made the list and Holland made the list and Alila made the list and Ellie made the list. And then I just needed to think of, you know, six different things besides the four people in my family, right. Besides myself and just every day, those 10 things, just 10 things, because it is literally impossible to feel blessed and stressed at the same time. And I really truly feel like a list and like 10 is just a magical number because unless you have nine kids, or eight kids and a spouse that you're grateful for, it's going to force you to think of other things. Even if you wrote every single one of your family members by name every single day, you still have to think of at least four to six other things, right? To write down. And I know that doesn't sound like a lot, but it, you know, you kind of get in this, if it's really a daily habit, you're like, okay, I don't want to write that again. I wrote it yesterday and the day before and the day before. So it really helps you to get into this mind frame of what am I grateful for? And there have been so many days where I'm like, I woke up late. This happened the other day. I woke up late. My kids were my alarm clock. I, there is a reason I wake up early. You guys, like when my kids are my alarm clock, I go from zero to pissed in like three and a half seconds. Okay. I do not like that. I hate that feeling actually. So I want to wake up before my children. I need to have time by myself before they're asking me for the 700th bowl of cereal and like all the things, right? So I need that time by myself. And I was stressed and pissed and behind and all the things. And I just had that like feeling, just make your list, make your list of 10 things. And it was one of those like, I don't want to, you know? And I did. And I immediately felt better. I immediately felt better to just Think about all the things that I have to be grateful for, right? And to just have that two minutes of quiet to myself and my own brain, it helped me immensely, okay? So that's that's really tip number one, is to keep a gratitude journal. And I've tried it multi-ways. I have, a, I have an actual physical gratitude journal where it has like prompts and it's like, what band are you the most grateful for? What's the memory from your childhood that you're the most grateful for? And I like it because it brings out different things that like, maybe I never would have written about that before. But as far as like truly feeling blessed, the list thing is my favorite way to just every day, 10 things, every day, 10 things. And it's a very, very simple. It's like a short little paragraph. It's just a list, but it really, really helps my brain to switch over to that gratitude state, right? Okay. Number two tip when life gets hard is, and really this should have been number one, but I'm just being honest. This is how they came to me, but you know, it's fine. But when life gets hard, lean on God. And I know sometimes it's really hard to do that and blame him, especially when life is like really hard and you're like grieving or you lost someone you love or life is not turning out the way that you 
hoped or thought that it would, right? Or you're going through something super traumatic and like, how could a God who loves me let me go through something this hard, right? Like, I know all those thoughts that can enter your mind. I, I know I've had them do, right? But when we turn to God in our hardest, heaviest moments, he really truly does lift us and make us feel lighter. And one of my favorite, favorite scriptures of all times, it's, it comes from Matthew 11, verse 28 through 30 in the King James version of the Bible. And it says, come unto me, all ye that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take upon, take my yoke upon you and learn of me for I am meek and lowly in heart and ye shall find rest unto your souls for my yoke is easy and my burden is light. And I can't tell you how many times that scripture has just really, truly, yes, like when everything feels too heavy and too hard for me to carry by myself, I just have to remember, I don't have to carry it by myself. I have a savior who loves me. I have a father in heaven who loves me and they both are here for me and they really, really want to help me. They sent me here to earth so that I could feel joy and they don't want me to be in this heavy, hard, dark, depressed, sad, betrayed, whatever state forever, right? They want me to find joy. So the fastest way to do that is to turn to them and let them help me lift this burden, right? So whatever that looks like for you, sometimes that's prayer. And honestly, if you are pissed at God, there's been so many times where it has been absolutely therapeutic for me to pray and express my frustration and my anger with him, right? Because if he really truly is a father in heaven who loves you and is here for you, right? Have you ever had a fight with your dad? Have you ever gotten mad at your dad? right? Absolutely. Right. And I just feel like that almost deepens the relationship when it's not, obviously you need to be like, I'm not going to turn this into a spiritual sermon or whatever, but God fearing people, right? Like he can, (laughs) he can strike us in an instant if he wants to, I'm not telling you to stop fearing God. I'm telling you that it's okay to be mad at him. And it's okay to tell him that you're mad at him because you would absolutely do that with your earthly father. Right. And that almost strengthens the relationship because then he can really truly feel the hurt and the sadness and all the things in your heart. And when you come to him and you pour that out with unashamed, just that, like it really truly deepens your relationship with him. And then if you sit back and okay, I've talked and I've told you everything that's going on and you just let him fill you with whatever you need to be filled with in that moment. And sometimes that's, okay, now I'm gonna read my scriptures and I'm gonna let myself be filled with the word of God. Sometimes that's, I'm gonna listen to music that inspires me and uplifts my soul, right? And let him speak to me that way. Sometimes that's just, I'm gonna sit here in silence and just see if any thoughts come to my mind, right? But truly listening then to what he has to say back to you and, letting him help you through those hard moments. Okay. So, um, and then also, you know, prayer scriptures, listening to good music, but then also reading good books written by Christian people who are your same religion or not just good people who inspire you and make you want to be better. But 
when, I mean, we've talked about this before, right? Like if you want to improve your marriage, what do you do? You read a marriage book. If you want to improve your nutrition, what do you do? You read a book about nutrition. If you want to improve your potty training skills, cause you're going through that, you need to read a potty training book, right? If you want to improve your relationship with God and have his help, read a book about him and learn more and not just only scripture. Scriptures are obviously great and important too, but I'm talking about like a book that it's like a modern day, someone's perspective about this certain topic that has been so uplifting and so fulfilling for me to actually read physical books like that. And then <laughs> seems so silly and maybe so easy and something we completely overlook, but get your booty to church get your booty to church. Maybe it's been a while, or maybe you've been late consecutively, or maybe you've missed a couple weeks because you've just gotten lazy or whatever. Get yourself there because God really does want to help you. Okay. And I know you're like, wait a minute. I thought I signed up for like beach body. Like, why is she talking so much about Heavenly Father and Jesus? Okay. You guys, this is a life call. Okay. And if you don't know this about me yet, we're not always going to jump on here and talk about workouts and nutrition. We're going to talk about life. Okay. And so I'm just sharing all the things when life gets hard. This is what has helped me. Okay. Number three is really truly to dig into your hobbies. And if you're like, I don't even know what my hobbies are, girlfriend, <laughs> repent and figure it out. Okay. But <laughs> really, truly, it doesn't have to be anything grand or amazing or fabulous or spectacular. You don't have to start your own crocheting company if that's not what fills your heart. For me, I just like to dance, okay? And I don't really have a lot of dance opportunities as a mom. So guess what I'm gonna do? I'm gonna do a dance workout on my TV or I'm gonna go to a high fitness class, which is technically a workout class, but we get to dance a lot too. And there's like a little bit of like dancey flavor in there. So guess what? That's one of my hobbies. Is that everyone's hobby? No. Does everyone like to work out for their hobby? No. Does everyone like to dance for their hobby? No, but I'm not everyone else. It doesn't matter what everyone else likes to do. What do I like to do? Okay. And really, truly digging into your hobbies when life gets hard, doing the things intentionally that bring you joy. Okay. Number four is lose yourself in the service of others. And it's maybe super cliche. Maybe you've heard that a million times. But when life feels really, really hard for me and I step outside of myself and look at the needs of other people, it makes my problems not feel so heavy and not feel so hard because I'm not stuck here in my mindset of this woe is me, uh, 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 right? I'm now, who needs a meal because they're going through something hard right now? Who needs a friend because they're going through something hard right now? Are there homeless people out there that I could go buy three bags of pretzels extra at my grocery store and just drive around until I find three panhandlers who need some pretzels? Okay, if they really are true about their sign that anything helps, they'll be super grateful when they hand them an extra bag of pretzels, okay? Or whatever that looks like. Lose yourself in the service of others. And it really does help your burdens just feel so much lighter, okay? <clears throat> Number five tip is to get your booty outside. There is something so healing and so magical about going outside. And I don't know if you guys have experienced it, but there have been so many days, especially in mom life, where I'm just like over it. I'm like, I just need a break. I'm so, right? And I just go outside to take the trash out. And I just like breathe some fresh air for like 30 seconds. And I'm like, I feel so much better. 
why was life so hard inside? I don't really know, right? Or if I just like open my screen door and just let some fresh, fresh air in instead of just like the stuffy inside air or whatever, right? Or if I just go sit on my balcony for a second or when my husband gets home from work, if I'm like, hey, yo, I need to walk for 10 minutes, I'll be back, right? Or if I wake up a little earlier and bundle up if it's freezing outside and I put on my coat and my gloves and my hat and my scarf and my boots and whatever, and I get my booty outside and I go on a walk for 10 minutes. Or if I live by the mountains and I go on a hike every once in a while, like I know my girlfriend Paige is so good at going on hikes, right? If you just sit on your porch and read a book or look at the neighbor kids or watch your own kids playing in the backyard or the front yard or whatever, just get yourself outside, especially when life feels super, super hard. Get yourself outside, okay? It is so healing. Okay, number six is to talk to a good friend and um, this is not Bryn saying, get on social media and post about all your problems so that all these random people can feel sorry for you. That's not what I'm saying. Okay. I'm saying, talk to a good friend, like one or two people who, you know, have got your back. And Brene Brown talks about this in her books. I can't remember if it's one of her books or multiple of her books, but she talks about, I'm pretty sure it's in Gifts of Imperfection at the very least, if not more than that. But it's not the mass. It's not the masses. And it's not that person who you're going to tell your problems to and they're going to one-up you with, oh, well, you think that's bad? You should hear about what happened to me one time. Not that person. You're not telling that person about your problems. And you're not telling... And you're not telling the person who's just going to quietly, passively, or whatever, try to fix your problems. You're not talking to that person who's going to try to solve it all for you either. You're talking to that person who's just going to listen and who's just going to say, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry that like I've been there too, or I, I kind of can relate because of blah, blah, blah. Not in a one-up situation, like, oh, well, that's nothing. Listen to what happened to me right? But just that person who, who hears you out, who can relate to you, who can make you feel a little normal. That's the person you're talking to. Okay. And if you don't have someone like that in your life, let me be that person for you. Okay. I'm, I'm not going to lie. I kind of default sometimes to that. I'll fix your problems for you person. So if I'm not a good solution, you know what? It's okay. I'm working on it. I promise I'm aware of it. I'm trying not to fix everyone's problems. Right. But find that person in your life. For me, that person is my spouse. Blake is incredible at just listening and not trying to solve it, not trying to fix it, not trying to one-up me, but just listening, right? And my younger sister, I call her proper, but her real name is Laurel. She is like the best person to call when I just like, I just need somebody to talk to and she's not gonna, she's not gonna one-up me. She's not gonna try to fix my problems. She's just gonna listen and she's gonna help me feel a little normal, right? And she's gonna remind me why I'm still awesome sometimes because I need that sometimes, right? So even if it's one, two people in your whole, I've got 5,000 Facebook friends, okay? And I just talked about my spouse and my little sister, okay? Those are the two people that I would call in my moments of like, holy crap, I hate everything, right? Find that person for you unapologetically, right? And don't feel bad if it's not your spouse or if it's not your little sister, if it's your random neighbor, who just is always there for you. That's okay too, right? Um, okay, number seven is to remember, and honestly, you guys, this is huge, okay? Remember to still take care of yourself because when life gets really freaking hard, 
typically the first thing that goes out the window is all of our good habits. And maybe they're not habits yet. Maybe you're still working on it, but to continue those things. And I'm talking about, yes, the things that you signed up for Beachbody with, okay? I'm talking about still get your workout in, even if it is 10 minutes, okay? Do something to move your body so that you feel liberated and feel joy and feel those endorphins, right? Still drink water, a lot of it, right? At least half your body weight in ounces. Still get good amounts of sleep, six to eight hours of sleep every single night. Still um, get ready for the day. And don't just lay in bed all day and wondering when the last time you put on a bra or changed your underwear was, right? Like get up, get dressed, shower, do your hair, put on some makeup, right? Like when those, when life gets really hard and you're not exercising anymore, you're not eating well anymore, you're laying on the couch, staying up way too late, watching way too, way too much TV, sleeping in, staying up late, all the things, staying in bed, blah, blah, blah. Like it just creates this vicious, vicious cycle. And that's what leads to depression. Okay. And so if you can still wake up, work out 10 minutes, choose a salad instead of whatever, at least one time in your day, keep drinking your Shakeology, keep drinking your water, keep fueling yourself with Car healthy carbs and healthy proteins and healthy fats and all the things. And of course, can you give into those treats always and forever? Yes. Right. But not turning it into yesterday. I had these great things today. Life is crappy and I don't even know how I'm going to go on. All I eat is bags of chips and ramen and pizza now. Right. Don't. It's so easy to do that but don't let yourself. Okay. One day at a time, like Steph said last week, flex that consistency muscle, keep up with your good habits, especially when life gets hard, especially when life gets hard, even if it's crazy modified, even if it looks totally different, just trying your best to feel good. Okay. Next one is to fill your mind with uplifting content. Well, I know so many times when life gets really hard, all we want to do is sit on the couch and binge Netflix or Disney plus or Amazon prime or wherever it is that you stream your, your movies. And okay. But filling your mind with good, uplifting, wholesome content. Okay. And really one of the best things, scriptures <laughs> and personal development. Okay. And I've already talked about her today, but some of my favorite books that got me through some of the hardest seasons of my life were Brene Brown. Her book, Gifts of Imperfection, absolutely, was absolutely what I needed when I went through betrayal trauma four years ago. Okay. Um, the book, Braving the Wilderness. And I don't think it's a coincidence. Like I didn't like, oh, I'm going through something hard. I should read a Brene Brown book. I think it was totally one of those like inspired, like I just feel kind of called to this book right now. And I read it and not even realizing until today that I went, I read a, one of her books during each of the hard seasons of my life, right? But Gifts of Imperfection helped me through betrayal trauma. Braving the Wilderness helped me through all the COVID, scary, anxiety, panic, all the things, Braving the Wilderness. 
And then I've also read, I've also read Daring Greatly. That was not during um, when my dad died. That was right after wilderness, I'm pretty sure. But so technically I didn't read one when my dad died. But um, <laughs> filling your mind with Brene Brown when life gets hard has been very helpful for me. Um, and I know she's not everyone's cup of tea, so maybe you'll be like, yeah, no, thanks though. But filling your mind with uplifting content and good books and scriptures and devotionals and conference talks and podcasts and whatever that looks like for you, but filling your mind with stuff that uplifts you and not just stuff that helps you absentmindedly forget everything. Okay. Number nine is kind of the opposite of what I just said, but when life was really hard, I would pick up a fiction book and I would give myself permission to lose myself in it. And especially during COVID, it was, I was reading Twilight. <laughs> no shame. I love Twilight. Okay. And you can't hate it if you've never read it. If you're talking about the movies, we're not talking about the movies, we're talking about the books. Okay. So if you've never read the books, you cannot have any comment about Twilight. Go read the books and then we'll have a conversation. Okay. I'm not passionate about this at all, but lose yourself in a good book. And I lost myself in Twilight during COVID. And it was like the best thing ever because I could literally take off this scary anxiety hat and lose myself in the world of vampires and all the love, whatever-ness, okay? And it was so good. It was so good for my soul to just 30 minutes a day, maybe an hour if I stayed up a little late, right? To just lose myself in a different world, right? But I still, I'm a huge advocate. I like to read. I love to read. And if you hand me a book or a TV show, 99.99999% of the time, I will take the book. Okay. I've never, I, I, I think it, honestly, I listened to this devotional when I was like 17 years old called turn off the TV and get a life. And I think especially where it was when my brain was still forming, because your brain's really forming when you're a teenager still, I think it like ingrained in me, like TV does nothing for me, period. It doesn't, right? Sometimes it's a great escape if I just need to relax, right? But me personally, this is Bryn's opinion. Don't throw stones at me or whatever. I think TV is stupid. <laughs> I think TV shows are stupid. I think all the things TV are stupid, okay? But there are a couple times where Blake and I, we just want to chill and we'll watch one movie a week, right? Or I just want to relax by myself and I'll watch one movie, honestly, probably once a month. When I log into Netflix and Disney Plus and all the things, it thinks I'm my children. It has none of my favorites on there at all because I never sit down and watch TV. But that's a completely different tangent. But if, if, you, if for you, that's not, I don't want to lose myself in a good book. I want to lose myself in a good TV show. Okay, cool. Just make sure that your TV show, you have a handle on it. Okay. It's like one episode a day, not seven hours went by and I did absolutely nothing with my life. That is one of those things that reading your brain gets a little tired, right? And it's like basically physically impossible to read for more than like an hour or so before getting tired or whatever. That's why I prefer books over TV because it's absolutely possible for you to sit down in front of the TV and watch seven hours and not know where your life went. Hold on. Yes. 
Can, can you turn off Alila's movie? Yes. Give me a second. I'm almost done talking to my friends. Okay. Um, so losing yourself in a beautiful world that helps you forget your problems sometimes can be very therapeutic. Just to make sure the caveat with that is to get a handle on it. Okay. You're not wasting seven hours doing that. Okay. All right. And last, last tip that I have for you is, and I'll, I'll repeat them all one more time when I'm, when I share this one, um, <laughs> just in case you missed one or want to write them down is to really, truly share your gifts with others because you have gifts, you have them, you are blessed with beautiful things in your life. And sometimes it's very easy to, okay, life is freaking hard right now. And I have nothing good to share because I'm just stuck in this woe is me hard place. And that is absolutely not true. My personal opinion, that is a lie from the adversary trying to keep you stuck. Okay. And keep you small. You still have gifts. You still have things that you're learning or that you're growing through that if you share, maybe all that looks like is, you know what, today I'm really feeling a lot of grief. And so I looked up a whole bunch of quotes about grief and maybe all you're doing is sharing all the quotes you found about grief, but you have no idea who else is watching that may have needed to hear that just as badly as you did. Okay. Or needed to read that and they didn't know where to look, but you found it, you shared it. And now you have been a gift in someone else's life. And then maybe they'll share that with you and say something along the lines of, oh my gosh, you have no idea how badly I needed to hear that, right? And then all of a sudden you feel better. You feel like you're not alone through your struggle, right? You also feel like you blessed someone else's life and that you made their burden lighter somehow, right? And so truly sharing, sharing your gifts with others. And honestly, that has probably been one of the biggest blessings in my life when life gets hard is, is coaching for me because through the betrayal trauma, through COVID, through my dad's dying, I still had coaching. And for me, that's my job, right? But it's also so much more than that for me. It's sharing my gifts with others and checking in with the people that I love and keeping me accountable to show up on my own journey so that I do continue to take care of myself. It's filling my mind with uplifting content so that I have something to share here with you, right? And the Monday after my dad died, no, I didn't show up and do the nutrition boot camp call because I had my girl Steph do it for me. But the Monday after that and the Monday after that and the Monday after that, yes, I was here. I was here because I wanted to keep sharing my gifts. And in order to do that, in order to keep sharing my gifts, guess, guess what I needed to do? I needed to wake up. I needed to take care of me. I needed to fill my mind with uplifting content. So I didn't just jump on here and just waste your time for an hour talking about all the woe is me crap, right? Like I had to keep showing up for my mind, for my body, for my spirit, for my soul. I had to rely on God to truly help me lift this burden that just felt so heavy, right? And then when you do that, you're able to keep showing up and time really helps heal all wounds, right? So one more time, I'm just gonna review everything and then I'll stop the recording so it's not incredibly long for all the people watching this. When life gets hard, spend time in gratitude, spend time with God, spend time in your hobbies, 
spend time in the service of others, get your booty outside, talk to a good friend, take care of you, fill your mind with uplifting content, lose yourself in a good book or a good TV show or a good movie with a time limit and share your gifts with others. Okay. Whether or not this is a hard season of life for you, or maybe this is something that you're going to need down the road and you're going to need to come back and revisit this recording, or you're going to need to come back and revisit your notes or whatever that looks like for you. There is absolutely still hope and help and healing when life gets hard. I know that. And I freaking love you all <laughs> so dang much. Okay. Truly, my friends, I believe in you. And when life gets hard, you can do it. Okay. When life gets too hard to stand, kneel. It's one of my favorite quotes ever. Okay. Love you. All right, you guys, that's it. Thank you for sticking around. If this message spoke to you today, please feel free to share it with someone you love. It would mean the world to me if you would leave this podcast a quick review from wherever you're listening from so that other mamas can find it too. Be sure to find me on Instagram so that we can be friends in real life. You can find me at Bryn Wise. Thank you for making the choice to become a mom. Thank you for loving your kids. Remember that you are doing better than you think you are. Remember to lean on your village. Remember, the biggest contribution you make in this world might not be something you do, but someone you raise. And always remember to give yourself grace.